Hi, welcome to Clean Slate with Vicki and Joanna. Every day is a clean slate and a fresh start. Make today the day. Okay, welcome everybody. It is Wednesday and this is where we like to focus on wellness. So I'm so excited for some changes that both Vicki and I are actively pursuing. But Vicki, you just recently had a, an appointment with one of our former guests, Dr. Tim, yes. a chiropractor. Yes. So how was that? What did you do? So I've been a couple of times and I had my initial x-rays to kind of look at my spine. And so yesterday was the day where we actually went over everything. And so I don't, I didn't go because of a problem. I mean, it happened to be that my elbow's hurting, but it's tennis elbow. That's, you know, not really, but that's not why I went. I went more of a wellness kind of just want to see where I stand because I remember him talking about the predictor of how long you would be in a nursing facility was based on how far your head was projected forward. So the more projection you have, you know, you probably have more issues with your spine and your spinal cord. And it was a fascinating indicator. Right. It was wild. And so I, luckily I'm not that bad off. I do have some forward head projection, which is causing some curvature in my neck and in the bottom of my spine. It makes my hips, my hips are not level. They're probably, I don't want, I'm, I'm guessing, I want to say probably about three centimeters. centimeters. I want to say it was like 29 millimeters. I, again, I probably should have taken some pictures or notes or something like that, but I was trying to fully listen to everything. Anyway, so it's a little bit off, but he says um, I'm really not that bad. So to work on repairing everything, it's going to be about, I think he said 3.4 months, and I will have home exercises to do in addition to going in for some adjustments. So I'd already had a couple of adjustments before this meeting. And how was that? You know, it was so weird. I left there feeling so good. Wow. And I don't really know how to describe that because of the first time I thought, eh, maybe it was just a fluke thing. But then the second time, I, was like, I really do feel better. And I don't really know what it was. I don't know if it just opens things up or what it does. Your body's in alignment. Right. Yeah. So anyway, it was very interesting. So I thought, I'm going to give this a shot. It wasn't really what I had planned on working on this summer as far as what am I going to hormone-wise or whatever, and maybe I'll throw that in there too, but this was just kind of an unexpected thing, and I thought this is what I feel like I'm supposed to go with right now because it just worked out. I, I love that. I think, it. I don't know if it's our age or or just the information uh, world that we live in. I get overwhelmed. I get overwhelmed by do this, do that, do this, focus on this, focus on... And, it's like, what, who do I listen to? Exactly. And that's how I felt yesterday. I called you. Yes. I, or you called me because I texted you and I said, I'm overwhelmed. And it was, it was between this and all the hormones. And I had told you about the pelvic floor exercises that you're supposed to be working on. And then Jacob called me and said he had the lungs of an 84 year old. And I just was like, oh. uh, where do I, st-? and I had to call insurance to deal with all that garbage. I don't know. I don't know if it's because of my age. I don't know if it's because of my situation. Mm-hmm. I always feel like I've been conscious about everything, but now I feel like I'm having to make sure that I got to get all of this in. And, and that's that's it. Why are we not teaching people about all of this stuff as a young age? And I do feel like my kids right now 
I've exposed them to, they are very health conscious. Um, they are very well of what they eat. They all exercise. I mean, they're, they go to the gym, which again, I'm so grateful for that they have already started that kind of thing early in life. And they're conscious, like, I'm not going to eat that because I'm going to feel like garbage. That gives me acid reflux. This keeps me up at night. I want to build muscle. I want to lose, you know, any fat that's extra. Right. But they're very conscious about that. Or even just drinking alcohol, I'm, I'm going to limit what I'm drinking because I don't want to have that much toxic stuff in my body. Right. They're, they're great. But I didn't know any of that at that age. I know. Nothing. I know. And I, I think there, we are part of that generation that, you know, we just kind of limped along. I never thought... When I was all those years that I was consuming McDonald's, while I was pregnant, I craved chicken nuggets with Joe. Poor Joe. (laughs) That's probably what happened. No, I'm just kidding, Joe. It's just decades of terrible eating, but it's like there's a McDonald's on every corner. It can't be bad for you, right? Mm-hmm. But the fact is, it is. It's institutional food. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need to pull away from is we, uh, I, I had read that if whatever you're consuming was not around 100 years ago, you shouldn't be eating it. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be in a, uh, a wrapper and it shouldn't be in a box. It needs, and obviously they uh, revolutionize some things, like with these nutritional shakes where, because even the broccoli that we consume today isn't the broccoli that was harvested in the 1950s. Right, it's not the same nutritional content. It's like depleted of all of the good stuff, and it's got all kinds, and that's the other thing that scares me is when you hear organic, oh, it's nobody's like policing that so they can say organic and is it really organic? So it's like even that, I don't know what to believe. Okay. So I was listening to Dr. Amy's podcast yesterday and this was one that was from April 28th. It was called sugar addiction, emotional eating and how to not get sick and die with Maddie Lansdowne. Lansdowne. I'm not sure how you say that. It was very interesting because he was talking, they were both talking about, how a tomato today that you buy in the grocery store doesn't taste the same as a homegrown tomato. A homegrown tomato, you can smell across the room, whereas one that you buy in the grocery store, I mean, it's just not the same. It's not a homegrown tomato. So the food that we do eat today is far different from what we had in the past or that we can grow at our own home. So it was a very interesting podcast. I do plan on listening to some of his other things. Did you find his? I didn't. What did, what uh, what was the date? April what? April twenty eighth. And again, it was. Uh, I think his podcast is called "How to Not Get Sick and Die." Wow, <laughs> I love that. I love that title. Well, and I tell you this. Maybe that's why we're we're doing this. Maybe this podcast is. It, it's a step closer. To finding solutions for ourselves, right? And whatever whatever our struggle is, and we all have different struggles, and we're just trying to fix ourselves. And I don't even know that I felt like I was that broken. And maybe this whole thing with what I have going on was my wake up call. Hey, get yourself together. If I had been in worse shape, 
I don't believe I would be here. Well, and I feel the same way. I feel like I, so just to kind of switch over to what I'm going through is this whole seven systems plan, which I'm beginning uh, first week of June. What most diets, which I hate that word diet because it seems very temporary and I've got kind of PTSD about it. Because Maybe call it a nutrition plan. That's right. But all of those other things address two things. One, they wanted it to be calorie deficit and they wanted you to exercise, which is all fine and dandy. Those are great. Any good nutritional plan will address those two things. But the seven systems, they said you're lacking the other five systems. And it's kind of redeeming in a sense, because have you ever heard, um, yeah, you may be fat, but it's not your fault. And I kind of believe that now because you're fighting your genetics. That's one thing. But the one thing particularly for people is they're not addressing the hormones side of that and but it's like what is that many of the doctors don't know how to fix hormones that's why I am going a different route and going to a functional medicine where they dig deeper to find that root cause so because I have been disciplined in the past I have exercised I have eaten clean and yes I saw some progress but it was so minimal that I just gave up. Right. I, it's very frustrating because I look back at, you know, the 10, 15 years that I feel like I have been eating well, yet I'm still continuing to gain weight and put on weight. It's very frustrating. And I'm thinking I should have just had the birthday cake or I should have just gone out to dinner and enjoyed the pasta instead or, or whatever it was. But another thing that I have noticed wearing a glucose monitor or a continuous glucose monitor I don't understand why you're not told these things. If you have a lot of carbohydrates or sugars in your body, your body is going to burn that, and you're not going to burn any of the fat. So instead of being a fat burner or in a fat burning state, you are in a sugar burning state. Mm -hmm. And also, if you have that extra insulin in your body, whether your body's throwing out all this insulin to try and get your, you know, the sugar level down, you're going to be storing the fat as well. So the more insulin you have, the more fat you're going to get stored. And if you're insulin resistant, which means your body's throwing out more and more insulin and it's just not working, you're going to store the fat. Everyone's like calories in, calories out. Not true. It does matter what you eat and it does matter when you eat it. And I've even found that as a diabetic now, if I eat something that's, let's say, high carb or junk, let's say I have a bite of crumble cookie, it could take three days for my body to recover from that because the insulin doesn't work as well after that crumble cookie. And I'm not talking a whole crumble cookie. I'm talking just a couple of little nice. slices. Right. And it could be three days later and I'm still having to use a ton of insulin to get that my body back in, in the mode that it should be at mm -hmm. where it's burning the correct correct way. Right. So if I didn't have a continuous glucose monitor on, I would not know that. And I'm again learning all of this as I go along. I'm, this is I'm two years into this and I'm still working and trying to figure things out. Well don't you feel and I think 
us maybe working on this energy together Mm -hmm. and maybe this podcast don't you feel though that you're on that path of correction I do I 100% feel like I am discovering something more every day and getting closer to where I need to be and learning more about my body and how it works and how it processes things and I do have a few little hiccups to deal with now but it's eye-opening mm-hmm. and that's that's the way I feel and I'm I am so hopeful that once I correct my hormones that other things are, are going to fall into place and sadly um, a lot of this is out of pocket. Oh, everything's out of pocket. There's nothing covered. In fact, I was talking to Jacob yesterday about this. Our deductible is so high, and none of the chiropractic care is covered, which makes no sense to me because if you're going there to try and get your spine in alignment so that your spinal cord is a straight highway down through your body, why would you not want to correct that to avoid organ failure in the future or whatever that would be or the hormones I mean why do you want to be sick the whole time well uh, I got a theory behind that well I mean we all know yeah it's the insurance company is working with a pharmaceutical company and two things one while you're alive let's pump you with as many medications that you have to pay for or the insurance has to pay for and I'm just gonna say it, reduce your life expectancy. Because mm-hmm. that would be 10 to 20 years that you're not on the planet um, taking up resources. And they don't want you living longer, happier, healthier lives free of medication. That I'm just, controversial or not, it's just, That's what I see. So do you think it's that way everywhere? Or do you think it's this way in the United States? I feel like in every um, first world country, I think it may be. Well, no, because I think there's evidence of that in third world countries. Huh. I really do think globally um, there are people that believe that there's too many of us. There's just too many humans and um, sucking up resources, and I I think I think certain people in the world look at us as cattle, that we are here to um, make the engine of the world run. We're just we have our part in the engine, and whether that be consumers. That uh, we are to consume goods that can keep other people with their jobs and it, it's kind of that whole domino effect so that would be why I believe in certain uh, cities in our nation that it's illegal like actually look it up illegal to collect rainwater and then you've got some that have a lot of regulations on being able to say have chickens or you know certain livestock I get that if you're in a residential neighborhood you don't want to have horses and cows and and a whole bunch of chickens running wild I get that but I just find that they hinder those that are trying to be self-sufficient because if you're self-sufficient you're no longer a consumer for what they're producing 
and you're not consuming what they need to keep the engine running. I don't know. I it's I try not to concern myself with it. Maybe I'm not making any sense whatsoever, but I do believe that there is um, a, a time. I've completely lost my train of thought. I'm well, so sorry. I just I do think that once you're in the system of the healthcare and requiring drugs and medications, you don't know about this yet. Right. Until you have to deal with insurance and the cost of medications and all the different medications they want to pile on top of each other to fix the other things that the original medications they gave you. It it's a big mess. It really is. And I have just now discovered this you know, being on insulin. Well, because you're on insulin, you need to be on a statin. And because you're on a statin, you need to be on this. And no, 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 I'm right. not going to take any of that. My insulin's all I'm going to take. Right. And it doesn't matter what kind of shape I'm in. That is, that's the end. Right. Well, I know when I went to the functional medicine doctor, um, she asked me what my goal was. And I said, my goal is to not be on any medications whatsoever. The only medication I am on is the thyroid medication. And um, I'm like, is that a thing? Is it possible that I could control my own thyroid by what I consume and the exercise and the other systems that are required um, for health? Who knows? I don't know. Um, so we'll find out in yeah. a short order. Well, that is our Wellness Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining us. And join us this Friday. We have an exciting show. See you then. Bye. Sometimes we succeed in life. Sometimes we fail. But every day is a clean slate and a fresh opportunity. Make today the day.